The Panthers. Where are the Texans? They are 28. What? The Jets, Lions, Falcons, and Panthers in that order are after the, the Texans. The Texans? The Texans? Davis Mills got it like that. The Texans are the 28? They're not the worst? The Texans are the worst team in football. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Out of Your Mind podcast. It's your usual duo of hosts here, Riley and Sean. Hello. This is episode three of the podcast. Today, we will be talking about NFL strength of schedules from easiest to toughest. We're going to hit on the main ones that we think are the most important. The NBA Finals is on right now. It's game three. Golden State is visiting Boston for the first time in the series, so we're going to give you guys kind of some live reaction to that as it's happening. And later on in our show, we're going to have a couple of guests come in, and we're going to talk about some baseball. So let's just get right into it. Um, so conveniently enough... Um, if you guys are regular listeners of the of the podcast, you guys know that we just cannot stand the NFC beast. Um, yeah. And conveniently they, enough, all four of the easiest schedules yeah. in this upcoming season like, is the NFC East. That is the numbers don't lie. Awesome. The that is so do awesome. Not lie. That is awesome. So, I mean, whichever ones apparently are a little bit easier than the others, because. Technically, technically, the Cowboys and the Commanders are tied yeah. for the easiest. But which which team is better on paper, and as far as which team is more skilled? Because at the end of the season, exactly. like the Cowboys should win the NFC East every single time. Look, are I, they? No, I don't. I, I mean, they're supposed to, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> will they? That doesn't. It doesn't even make a difference though, because. It's the easiest division. It's the worst of yeah. it. I hate when the NFL forces me to watch Sunday primetime and it's two NFC East teams. Yeah. It's like the worst mm-hmm. thing ever. It's like, look at this. Yeah. Watch this football game and like it. Or or it's, you know, the AFC South. So I mean, Dude, yeah, it is, it, yeah it'd be like the Texans and the Jaguars playing each other, bro. It'd be so I mean, gross. Last year, the NFC South was pretty pretty bad to watch. So. Exactly. But, I mean, just looking at, looking at the fact yeah. that the NFC East has the bottom four Easiest schedules. That I mean, just makes me so happy, and it doesn't even matter because their records are going to be the same. Every year should have six free Ws. Exactly. But every year it's like, oh yeah, everybody's three and three, or some of them are zero oh and six. Yeah, exactly. But none of them are six and zero. Oh. Exactly. Usually, none of them are even five and one or four and two. Nope. Like, like that's 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 just terrible. where we're at. <laughs> that's just where we're at. But I mean, the Cowboys. They, the Cowboys. Look. As much as I don't want the Cowboys to win, as much as I'd rather see like the Eagles win or the Commanders yeah. win, I would love to see the Commanders win. Like if if it would just bring joy to my heart to see one the Cowboys fail when they're clearly the best <laughs> yes, in the division. That is don't, a great. Don't get it twisted. The Cowboys on paper are better, happens. but they're not going to win. Nope. So that's a great season when that happens, though. Yeah, I love it when the Cowboys they got everybody healthy and there they are, number three in their division. They'll they'll have a better record than the Giants. I'll say that. Yeah. But then moving on from the NFC East, like next would be the Lions with the easiest schedule. So that'll be a nice little turnaround from last year. They had Yeah. Isn't that crazy? The Lions, in theory, have a harder schedule than the NFC East when the Lions were like the worst team in the NFL last year. Yeah. On paper at least in the win column. That is ridiculous. And I mean Jared Goff is not bad, bro. Everybody hates on Jared Goff. I mean, ask ask your boy Dave's. 
school oh, later. I mean, look, Jared Goff is a is a okay quarterback. He's already been to Super Bowl. I mean, but well, the the Lions obviously are not going to go to yeah, the Super I mean, Bowl anytime soon. The Lions are not going to win but, a Super Bowl anytime soon. They have never done it before. But Jared Goff's not bad, and they've got a good O line. They're not. Yeah, they're not terrible. So I mean, no, yeah, Jared Goff be is nice having a little a little break on that schedule. And next is the Jaguars. Another team that's probably going to enjoy having a little bit of an easier ride compared to last season, especially with their young starters. Yeah, I mean, I hope I the Jaguars and like the Jets and the Texans they all kind of fall under like a similar category where they're just in complete yeah. rebuild mode. But like every year they get like a little bit better and yeah, a little they bit better. Always add pieces. Yeah, but you can't – and you're not really going to see that until, like, the end game. Look at, like, the Browns. For years yeah. I saw what the Browns were doing, and I could tell they it's were just like, stacking yeah, good players. And then, look, obviously they're not winning everything like they are expected to do yeah. or whatever, but they are so much better now. Everybody forgets yeah. how bad the Browns were. Yeah, like, like everyone forgets Baker Mayfield came to Cleveland and, and stopped a drought of oh, dude, yeah. never being to the Everybody playoffs. acts like the Browns recently – weren't the, the biggest joke every year recently have been to the playoffs like three times what i don't know i think they went to the playoffs i think, for the I think first they have time. i think they have three playoff wins recently they in, went to the playoffs for the, the first last, time like, in 2019 like when they that. beat the steelers because like the steelers played the worst playoff football game i have ever seen they're just a started off franchise we're one in fucking started one. off marquis pouncey snapping it over six foot seven ben roethlisberger's head into the end zone what are you doing i don't even want to talk about that that's yeah. that's in the past yeah, yeah, i'm beyond nice. it i'm riding with mitch now i don't care so but and then we're gonna we're gonna shuffle up a little bit here um, the Buffalo uh, Bills, they said it says that they have the twelfth hardest schedule, which is kind of crazy to me because I mean, the Bills being such like a dominant team, yeah, they are. How hard is the schedule really going to be? Because I yeah. think the Bills, personally, I think they're probably going to end up being like See, the yeah, one or two seed in the that's AFC. That's another thing that really plays into this because this isn't necessarily like like the Cowboys have the easiest schedule. Yes, no they're question have about it. Trouble with that. Yes, and so you know the Bills are up here at. 12 on on the 12th hardest and that's like <laughs> yep sorry i lost my the bills being the 12th hardest that's like appalling to you that they're even in there yeah like 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 i understand that this 12th hardest but they're going to finish with a a good record like they'll yeah. probably have the best record in the NFL yeah like i understand that the this this schedule strength of schedule is just purely based on the opponent's record that they're going to play against but dude like the bills they're going to they're going to have such a great season i i can't wait to watch it they're going to be solid from top to bottom and for sure it's just going to be fun i also want to kind of hit the the packers they have 22 so the 10th easiest schedule and then right behind them at 20 would be the Vikings. So those are two schedules that are going to be somewhat easy for their teams. Uh, wow, yeah. I mean, the Green Bay Packers, look, the Packers, that's going to be one of those teams where it's going to be it's going to be different to watch at the beginning because Aaron Rodgers once again starting over with no again. star receiver again, again that he always does, but he's going to find a star. Yeah, there's going to be some growing pains. Aaron Rodgers. It's it's gonna be all right. I mean, he won MVP last year after week one. He came and everyone was like, "What? 
Is is he throwing the season? Like, what is he doing? Oh yes, dude. Game week one. Saints, dude. Yeah, week one. What was one. the score, dude? It was bad. It was they, no, they waxed him. Right? I don't think did, they, Aaron Rodgers didn't throw 50? any touchdowns. I know that. He what went was the final? Through two interceptions, I think. He went like 0-2, 0-2. Uh, yeah, they, they had like Zero touchdowns, points. two interceptions. They had like three It was points. a terrible game. Yeah. And it was hilarious because everybody was like, oh, my God, the, like, the Packers are throwing. The Saints this are season's so over. Raw. He clearly doesn't want to play there. Which we didn't there. really get to see how the Saints played out last year. Jameis got yeah, hurt. Yeah, Jameis did get hurt, and that was really who unfortunate. Who knows what would have happened with that. And who knows what the Saints are going to do this year. Yeah, I mean, a, lot, they a lot of the hype is building around the Saints right now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's because they're kind of starting over. They don't have Sean Payton. Yeah. And it's, it's like a complete – like, two Nobody years really ago, the team was completely come different out. Yeah, than it is right now. Like, they could literally come out and just explode on the scene. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's what's so exciting about starting every season is you never know which teams that everyone thinks isn't going to be good are just going to come out week one and win. And then yeah. come out week two and win. Like – you can't really predict what happens in the NFL because look at the Broncos last year. They started out four and zero. Yeah, that's true. They were did not flying. make playoffs. Oh yeah, they were flying. The one Chiefs thing I, started one and three. Yeah. One and, thing I do want to touch on though is I'm looking at this list: the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Chiefs are all within the top ten of each other yeah. in the hardest schedules. And then the Broncos are just right there at fifteen too. Yeah, that is. I mean, Man, right that division middle, is going to be awesome to watch. Yeah, that's going to be – I think that's going to be the most electrifying division next year. Like, like yeah. when those two teams – or when those four teams play each other, it's going to be the game of the week. Yeah, dude. That – that oh, man. That division is going to be such a dogfight. It's going to be so awesome to watch. And then as we get towards the top, obviously you have the Bucks and the Bengals in there. One of these that is surprising me that I'm looking at is the Arizona Cardinals. That is blowing my mind that the Cardinals have the second hardest schedule this upcoming year. That is blowing my mind. And the Arizona Cardinals, this is definitely a prove-it year for Kyler Murray. 100%. Because he wants his contract. He's been doing all this stuff on social media. Yeah. He's you know, been sitting out. I'm not coming here. I'm not going there. I want a new contract. This is his time yeah. to show like we that said, he's worth that money. It's, it's it's he's got two ways to get that. He can either win the division, and if he wins the division, I don't think he'll need a playoff win. Nope. Well, I guess there's three ways. He could win the division. I guess this also falls under that category where if he wins the division and gets the number one seed, oh man, that, that gives him a little bit more leeway. I mean, yeah, he needs to Even win if he something. Win, get that get that first round by. He needs to win something. They or, went from the best team, you know. In the first half of the season yeah. to just oh, yeah. a mediocre middle, mid, mid-team 100%. at the and latter half of the season. Bro, I don't really see them winning their division, but if they say they're a wild-card team, whether they're the the five or the seven, if they mm-hmm. make the playoffs and get a playoff win, I think he gets his money. But Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. I mean, if he can if he can get to the playoffs and it, dude, that playoff win is so important cuz yeah. once you get past the wild card round, you're immediately in the divisional round. Yeah. I mean, it then, only it only takes two games if you get a bye. The Cardinals are not going to be the one seed. So no. they are going to have to play in a wild card playoff game. Yeah. But it but dude, that is still regardless because of how much potential that team has. Yeah, because I mean, D-Hop amazing. Uh, yeah, and JJ Kyler Watt Murray, and Chandler amazing. Jones. Yeah, JJ Watt, Chandler Jones. Uh, they have they have 
an insane defense. And an, uh, they have great weapons. Yeah. On they've, they've got all the football. pieces, bro. That is the team that I would love to see finally thrive. I thought last year was going to be the year, but, man, you just ran into Matt Stafford yeah, on a mission with, that's, with that's 12 tough. years of just pent-up <laughs> yeah. determination like, like and he's anger. He's finally just got it. The time he was like, Oh, yes, I'm finally on the best wrong. team. No. Watch me win this. That is so. like the Cinderella story, yeah, for, and, for Matthew. And Stafford. one thing that I want to see an improvement that I want to see from the Cardinals this year, dude, I, they need to do better at playing at home. How are they so good on the road? And while they were, we're so talking bad at home? about Matthew Stafford, real quick, that is one of the most underrated quarterbacks ever, bro. Like everybody, yeah, everybody like likes you, to put him at like nine. Yeah, if 10, you like watch like football, dude, you always knew he was that guy, bro. You always Matthew, knew. We would bro. always throw Matt Stafford into who top we five. thought was top five. I mean, like I might, five I might say like six, bro. But like six or five, he's he's up there. Dude, he's just, and he, Herbert is not above him, and neither what? is Joe Burrow. Oof. Oof. What? Joe Burrow's definitely above him. Herbert's yeah. good, bro, but Herbert Come is not on. the number four quarterback bro, in the Justin NFL. Justin Herbert, oh my god, oh, you really said that? You're I mean, crazy. Bro, I'd say they're like next to each other, bro. Matthew Stafford's experience makes okay. him better than Justin Herbert. That is true. I guess it's just I'm just kind of thinking of Herbert's ceiling here because I feel like Stafford has hit his ceiling. That's the now. problem. Everybody thinks of his ceiling and puts him at number four. Yeah. Well, because I mean, well, because to me, I, Herbert is. That's the quarterback you want. Wiggins just got a block. His <laughs> <laughs> thing was one block, bro. His, his okay, well, under, that hit on over the parlay. That hit on the parlay. That's a little behind the scenes, a little bet going. I think I didn't put that there. Yeah, but anyways. <laughs> anyways. Yeah, dude. It. I just can't believe that that the Cardinals are, are not – like, I can't believe the Cardinals haven't done anything yet, man. Yeah. And they keep building every year, and they get better and better. And, and I mean – I would love to see that team finally do something. Yeah, I mean, that's a team that's never won a Super Bowl. They've been there, but they have never won it. Mm-mm. And it would be nice to see Kyler Murray not necessarily make it to the Super Bowl, but just have a good season and kind of solidify himself as a good quarterback in the NFL. Because, I mean, he'll end up somewhere else if he doesn't stay with the Cardinals, however. But it's just going to be kind of hard to pick him up after that, you know. Because yeah, it's, it's the same to, thing with Baker Mayfield. Can... Everybody has a quarterback. And, bro, both those quarterbacks are so good and should be on a team. Yeah. But you can't underperform and ask nope. for all this money. Baker no. Mayfield's in a little bit of a different situation. but Baker still. Mayfield's definitely trying to get out. Yeah. And you know what would be hilarious is that if Kyler Murray wants too much money, Cliff just kind of – Opens the door for him and goes and grabs Baker Mayfield and says, hey, That'd be crazy. this guy nah. whooped me in college. You also whooped me in college, so I feel like I could figure something Cliff out. With but there's Baker no way that, Mayfield, bro, I nah, don't, there's, there's no so way. much bad blood there. Yeah, well, there's just no way that the Cardinals would be even remotely as successful <laughs> with, with Baker Mayfield. Because Kyler knows? Murray is what makes that team Who flow, knows? dude. Like, I know, I know, like, Cliff wishes he had Mahomes or Josh Allen. I mean, but Kyler yeah, Murray is, like, Cliff the next best thing out of those two. In terms you know of just his picking. football talent and his IQ and his ability, his unique play style, everything like that. So I'm actually looking further down on this list. This is if you guys listened to the last episode, you know that I kind of said my Super Bowl prediction, and I said I would love to see the Buccaneers play the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. And I'm looking at this schedule, and the Colts apparently, according to record of the opponents they're playing, 
They have the they have a twenty sixth hardest schedule. Bro, that was that was one I meant to tell you to look at the other night. Uh, I want you to like look at the easiest. order that they play their teams, bro. Because they come out, they have the and sixth they, easiest. They schedule. could easily come out and start and like Matty five Ice, and zero, oh, six and zero. Oh, Matty Ice is to, going to enjoy that because the Colts to, to me, the Colts to me are a much, much, much better team than the Falcons. And we, at we, least right now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, like definitely right now. And plus, yeah. he, plus he, their I defense. Mean, even in Atlanta, even in Atlanta, like I feel bad for like Mariota because he doesn't even have Calvin Ridley because he's not. He got suspended for a whole year. Darius Leonard and DeForest Buckner. That's all you need. Yeah, man. Front and seven. I mean, and he's got it. He's got it. JT. He's never had a running back. Jonathan of, Taylor, of that one of the caliber. best O lines in the league. Yeah, he's never had a running. So yeah, and he's got like Michael Pittman. Michael Pittman, yeah, and uh, like he he's gonna have an amazing year. I mean, it's it's not gonna be the 2017 tough. Atlanta Falcons year. Colts, but he, bro. But the Colts are definitely the Colts are definitely my underrated team. That is definitely yeah, the team that, is my that top I want. Underrated. Team. Yeah, the Colts are my. Use that segue into the underrated and overrated teams. Yeah, the Colts are by far my most underrated team. I cannot believe the disrespect. Dude, the Colts missed the playoffs last year by one game because they choked Mm -hmm. against the Jaguars, right? Isn't that what it was? Week 18? Unfortunately. Dude, they choked and threw the playoff spot. Carson Wentz back there, so. Yeah, threw the playoff spot. But, I mean, it's all right. I mean. The Colts are ranked very low. Oh, and the power what, rankings? What were, they, what were they ranked? Let me find them. 14. Okay, so not very low, but... That's not that bad. Yeah, it's like they're top 14. I think, I think the Colts will finish top 10. You think they're now. a top 10 team? I think they're around 7. I, I just think they're, at they're least, slept on team. At least. They're going to be dangerous. Jonathan Taylor's coming off of a career year. He's got the confidence. The bro, offensive Jonathan line Taylor, got better. Like, I sent you that video the other day of the... The top speeds, the top twenty-five speeds. Jonathan Taylor was on there like ten times. Yeah, bro. He uh, wasn't. Dude. He wasn't like the top three, but he was on there with like twenty-two point five miles an hour. Like maybe it was than, like twenty-two point oh five. Other than Derrick but, Henry, he's definitely the best pure running back. Yeah. Like yeah. not not these like wide out backs like CC and Kamara. His speed is Barkley. slept on, dude. Yeah, he, he is like, like he's like, a he, beast of a running back. Like, like he looks like he'll. Oh, you over. Dude, he looks which, like a linebacker. He, he will. He's an absolute beast of a running He back. will he's, run you over. But he's going to he have a phenomenal fast. season again. Yeah. Pending he stays healthy. Hopefully he does stay healthy. But, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking forward like, to actually watching the Indianapolis Colts play this the season. Raiders I hope ranked that they do well. The Colts. I would definitely move the Colts above them. I would put the Colts above the Titans. I mean, I think the yeah, Colts it's are just win It's really division. hard to put really – that many teams above the Titans because they just the came off fresh off the Ravens. The Ravens are ranked number 10. Well, that's cap. I don't want to sit here and talk about that. I cannot believe you just said that. The Ravens yeah. with Lamar Jackson, like that Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens. Bro, Lamar Jackson's not terrible. I don't want anyone to like okay, no, 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 yeah. take that like out of context. I'm a Steelers fan. Lamar Jackson is good. I'm a Steelers fan. And he like like he won an MVP. All right. And that year, by far, yeah, his best year. Unreal. And he can throw. For sure. I mean, yeah, can, can throw. throw but he has a interception problem. Yes. Okay. For how many? Just because he you can throw does not mean that you like are good at throwing. Yeah. And passing on on like like he can pass it down the field. He has no problem getting it far. He has a strong arm. Yeah. Yeah. He's not exactly. precise, like, bro. Like anybody can like, throw. There's it. more. He's an NFL quarterback. Like I would hope he could throw it, it. Yeah, exactly like, fifty yards. Exactly. All NFL quarterbacks are. Better passers than I am. Well, yeah, they're like the best throwers of the football on the planet. Exactly. There's a reason they're exactly. there. Like, 
But but is he is he top ten? No, the ball no. that is an overrated take. Hey, the top Baltimore, ten passers. Top the, ten passers. The Baltimore Ravens are gonna have a losing record this year. Like that's uh, yeah, I don't think that's they're... what's gonna happen. So like, they could be good. I think their defense is going to be very good. Yeah, their defense is fine. Their defense but is very matter. good every they, single year. They're playing in one of the hardest divisions that is apparently now run by the Bengals overnight. I don't know how that happened. And and now Yeah, I mean uh, literally like, flip the switch in I, a year. The Steelers to me are not the worst team because the Steelers defense just continues to just be I mean, good yeah, enough look, to get look us at last to year, where I mean, we need to be. Big Ben wasn't terrible, but he definitely had some some issues. Right, the Steelers had the worst offense. offensive line yeah. in the NFL. I will there argue were, that there were many that was the worst going wrong on performing the offensive the, line because I watched I've I watched Steelers seventeen weeks straight. I watched every game. I have never seen so much consistent poop performance out oh, of an yeah. offensive line like that. It oh, was yeah. on every week, week in, week out. It was unbelievable. Man, the Celtics are waxing the Warriors yeah. right now. It is 15, thirty to fifteen in the first quarter. This is crazy. Ooh, not looking yeah, good dude. for Steph. But everybody forgets, you know, the reigning defensive player of the year is on the Steelers. And the sack record holder. Yeah. 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 I mean, but, I mean, no, I, I definitely you, think the Baltimore Ravens. That, think, is, that is an overrated people, take. When we're in, like, the off season, you know, the most, like, the first thing that your eyes go to is the quarterback. You know, whose quarterback improved the most? And then that's where I feel like a lot of people's, like, input comes from is, it's more of a ranking of quarterbacks than a ranking of who's better necessarily as a team. Because I think the Steelers, like, that's one of the best defenses in the league. I mean, yeah. they've got the reigning defensive player of the year. Just because Lamar Jackson's on the Ravens. Yeah, I mean, the Steelers somehow are like one of the three. It, the NFL was starting to kind of flatten out. Every team was finally getting their quarterback. Like, the guy that they could have yeah. for like four or five years. Or ten plus years, some of these guys they're gonna be here forever. And man. see, like, that's what I never knew why they didn't start to get someone behind Big Ben. I mean, they tried. His name was Mason Rudolph, and nah, he was bro. a flop. That, that was, was a terrible. flop a while no, 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 ago. No, no, no. That was a flop a because while ago. Because they and y'all they needed to get young receivers. The Steelers have the youngest receiving core. Yeah. Look when like Juju was there. Juju was the veteran receiver. He, he he's like been here for four years, year, bro. Yeah, now he's he's been here for four fourth. years. Five seasons. He played five seasons. He played 2017, right? Or 2018 Gosh, was his rookie yeah. year. No, yeah. He's Is this sixth? No, this is his fifth. He's going on his fifth. Yeah. He's been here for four. The he Chiefs was the most now. experienced receiver we had. And then last year, our offensive line, the most experienced lineman we had was three seasons. Three yep. years. Yep. And we keep drafting younger ones. So they were definitely planning outside of the quarterback area. So that way, they had all the pieces. And But to me, the quarterback's probably the main. But look. Who would we have drafted before this that isn't I mean that yeah. wasn't taken before? There's, like all yeah. the quarterbacks that are playing were taken way before the Steelers could even get a pick. The Steelers haven't picked 100%. in the top ten I in mean, so many years. Like it just doesn't happen unless they make a trade or get traded. I mean, they yeah. they traded they traded Antonio Brown at the time. He was the number one receiver in the NFL and they traded him for a fourth round pick. You gotta be kidding me. I mean, but I mean, look what they got out of it. In it ended that up situation. Being, yeah, it ended up being insanely valuable because Antonio Brown has done nothing yeah. since then. But, uh, but yeah, but yeah, I, mean, I, don't, the, I don't even want to talk about Antonio Brown. No, I mean, yeah, let's not get into that. But uh, I mean, this the teams that some of these teams don't really have their quarterback, and the Steelers are of the teams that don't really have a quarterback. They're definitely the best. Like, that's yeah, not saying I much because like the say, other teams that don't have quarterbacks, like the Giants and the Texans, yeah, like yeah, that's just a but huge But the Steelers, problem. like that's like the one thing that I would say that they're like missing. Like I don't really think they're missing much else on that team besides quarterback. Like 
and it's not even that they're missing it. It's just kind of a question mark. Like, it's yeah, not, but I mean, it, the Steelers again. Eventually, they're going to find another quarterback. It's what they do. Look, they found but Terry Bradshaw. They found Ben Roethlisberger. They're there for years and years. Yeah. So, obviously, I don't think any of these three that are here are going to be that long. If Kenny Pickett ends up being what he could be, that would be that would be absolutely awesome. awesome. I love Pickett. He's played there his whole college career. Oh, yeah, they share facilities. He just goes in the door on the left now. Yeah, I mean he's it's, it's awesome. It's nothing different. He he's just putting on a different jersey. So it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. And I, but I do think that Mitch is gonna walk out starting. But but yeah, I mean the Steelers. I don't. I don't know. I'm just hoping for a winning record again, and then we just keep slowly building until we can get yeah. the pieces flowing together. Everybody just needs to play to their expectation. I mean, golly. they I've been watching the same DBs and the same offensive linemen do the same stuff every week, every and week. they just need to get there, just get over yeah, the hump. They just, I can see the potential that the coaches see, they so need just a get there. I mean, Please, just get someone there. Someone shows up this year, it could be a good season. Yeah, That's man. All I'm, I'm saying is that, and then uh, the Vikings are at 23. Yeah, that's a pretty that's pretty that's pretty crazy because that is. I mean, the Vikings I'm are not, not saying they're necessarily top 10, but they are. I don't know. Better I than don't, 23. I'd put them. I'd put them know. closer I'd to like put them 14. Like, yeah, I'd probably put them like 17. That's probably where I'd put them. 16. Yeah, I mean, I think the Vikings are going to have a good season. They have a, a pretty easy schedule. Not really easy, but it's not hard. It's kind of like middle it's like of a the middle. pack. Yeah. It's like in the middle. Like, I think they're going to have a couple games that they probably lose that they should win. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to think they're going to have a perfect season. Yeah. But they definitely have a shot to do good. Yeah, I mean, Kirk Cousins, he's just a solid quarterback. Hopefully he can just continue to get it done. Yeah, get Hopefully Dalvin wins. Cook stays healthy all season. That's another running back I mean, that is phenomenal. And then the Vikings, the Vikings is like a team. They have one of the best young receivers in the NFL. Oh, yeah. Justin and, Jefferson. He and, could score at any point yeah, in time. Does Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins is obviously year, good enough to get it there. I mean, last year, the Vikings beat the Packers one game. So, I mean, ugh, the Vikings are not beating the Packers in the division. It ain't happening. I refuse. It ain't going to happen. You cannot. The Aaron Rodgers is just dominating right now. Bro, I will say it again. Aaron Rodgers could win MVP, mm-hmm. and the Vikings might still oh, win that division, dude. It ain't happening. You're like blowing the, my if mind. If the Vikings right now. have 11 wins and the the Packers had 10, you telling me like, or even if they tie and say like, say the they win Week One, like say like 28 to fucking 20, 28 17 or something wins. like that. Go look at their schedule. Oh, I seen it. I don't see eleven wins on it. But I mean, I mean then again, I also it? didn't see the Bengals winning. I mean, I don't the even want to talk about so, what I thought the Bengals were going to do last either. year. So neither. I didn't see that coming either. Anything can happen. It's very hard to predict this yeah. stuff. This is just kind of what we think is going to happen. But I mean, but uh, I don't know. I don't. I think the Vikings are kind of they're kind of underrated for that one. That so, that's pretty uh, low of a rating for them because I've always looked at them as like a a solid like middle team. Like Kirk Cousins is like the second best average quarterback. Behind Dak Prescott, average quarterback. Yeah, I mean they're about they're about the same. I yeah, I agree. Like honestly, I what Amari Cooper called Dak Black Kirk Cousins. Yeah. So I mean, he's a receiver for him. He was the best receiver for him. So I mean, he he's got more input on it than I do. Yeah, so hundred percent. So hundred percent. He was yeah, the I mean, best player on the Cowboys. He was. 
Not anymore. And now the Cowboys are now just they shipped them for a fifth round doomed. pick. The Cowboys you are not talking about good. a good receiver getting traded for nothing. Yep, and they're about to pay CD Lamb like a hundred million. Yeah, so they're gonna have to. Yep. So they already pil- the paid Cowboys. everybody else though. So who's gonna get the boot? It ain't gonna be Dag. They're gonna <laughs> sign him to another two hundred million. Which yeah, they're gonna be like, oh, we they just extended Dak. your contract. Here's another one. Yeah, yeah, they love Dak. They don't want him going yeah. anywhere. They want they want to stay mediocre. Yeah, they don't like winning. Josh Jerry told They're me. They're okay with losing. Yeah, they don't like winning. But, um. Yeah. Uh, and then down at the very bottom, the Panthers. The Panthers are the the lowest rated team? They're the 32nd wow. ranked team. That is crazy. Yeah. The Panthers. What are the Texans? They are 28. <laughs> what? The Jets, Lions, Falcons and Panthers in that order are after the, the Texans? Texans. The Texans? Davis Mills got it like that, bro. The Texans are the 28th? They're not the worst? The Texans are the worst team in football. Before free agency, the Texans were ranked 32. Oh, this but is, they made some trades and stuff, agency. dude. Like, I'm going to tell you. I guess before. I'm going to tell you right after now. After the draft, too, I guess. I'm going to tell you right now. The Panthers, they're probably going to win more games alone than all three of those teams combined. What'd you yeah. say? The Falcons, Jets, and Texans? And the Lions. Oh, okay. Well, they're not going to win more than the Lions. But, like, those three that I, I just said. the Falcons, they'll probably win, like, six or seven. You think? I don't know. They got a pretty like tough four. road. They could easily lose. Then some, again, Marcus some. Mariota could go off. No, yeah, they, they play a lot of teams that are just just better than they are. And I could see it going either way with them getting four to six wins. I mean, yeah, I mean. The Atlanta Falcons, they're kind of starting from rock bottom. I mean, the only way to go from there, it's up. Yeah. Um, it's going to be weird, though. It'll be cool watching Mariota again, though. I'm really Yeah, that'll be exciting because he hasn't gotten a chance to show what he's got in a while. So, we'll see what he's got. Yeah, and another team outside of the Steelers, being with the quarterback that they've had for so long, the Seattle Seahawks. I, I, I am interested to see how they perform because last season without Russ – they were very bad, obviously, but yeah. they did not plan for Russ to get hurt, yeah. and that was just crazy. It sucked watching and the Seahawks without Russ. traded him. But now he's not there. Yeah, they but, traded him away. Bro, Drew Locke and uh, Geno Smith, they've been having a pretty good QB battle down there. They don't really know who's going to be the starter, which is kind of surprising because Geno yeah. Smith is pretty not old. that good. So that's <laughs> that's kind of scary for, for a quarterback <laughs> over there. Yeah, that's not uh, not a good look. For but speaking of the Seahawks, DK – He's ho- he's trying to hold out. He's not showing up to OTAs and stuff. Oh my so goodness! Everyone's thinking that he's trying to get that contract extension. Dude, these that he players that don't show up doesn't really deserve. DK, what have you done that's that's worth what I mean, that you think is worth all this money? You're a freak athlete. You have you literally are a more modern super version of Calvin Johnson, but you're not. I have yet to see some numbers. I mean, I need to see numbers. Obviously, a receiver's not really gonna single-handedly influence the win and loss column sometimes they can like aj green in the end zone against the yeah. packers he just yeah. doesn't turn around for the football he's like but um what? wide <laughs> but, open but anyways <laughs> perfect pass but anyways some of these receivers like see that that surprises me because i read yesterday that deontay johnson showed up and yeah. he and he, he literally he said like, I'm, I'm not, not even worried about, about it that. he said i'm yeah. not really worried about 
and, uh, contract. And so did TJ Hawkinson. He said he's focused on winning. That's what I'm saying. Than that's what it's about. Those are the guys that are probably yeah, going to get paid. Those are the guys I want on my team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Those are the guys that are probably going to get paid. I don't know if they're just like, saying yeah, it to I say want it, people but, that want to win. But like, yeah, they they want to. They don't. Like, they don't really care. I'm not really worried about that. I don't necessarily want you to take a pay cut. Trying to play, but I want you to want to win more than anything else. Exactly. Like to me, Deontay Johnson was kind of like. I mean, yeah, I'd like that, but I'm not really worried about it right now. I respect that for Deontay Johnson too, as much as I like to bag on. I like to crack on him. Just wish you'd catch the football, man. Yeah, Come I mean, on, Deontay. Lamar also not on. showing up to OTAs. I mean, the dude. Oh, is he? The dude's well, that's good. No, he's not. Oh, yeah, he's not. Yeah, okay, he's, that's he's what I was like. I thought yeah. he wasn't. No. Okay. No, he, yeah. He's due to get $23 million when, I mean, he's been getting paid $2 million a year. He's still been on his rookie contract, but they picked up the fifth-year option, and he's getting $23 million this year, well, and he just he wants a bigger that's contract. A but I'm just, How yeah, much dude, that's a lot of money. Yeah, like, like, one more year. Come on. Yeah. Like you're gonna How get paid. You, you got an MVP year? already, my guy. Yeah, I don't need like, it. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. We, a, we have a contract that we're written up for you. You got an MVP. Yeah, that's sitting right good. over there. Yeah, that's you get a, it at the end of the season. That's a pretty good. Like, like you're on your fifth year it's option. A token for why the Ravens we resign you are one of the best drafting teams, and they make some of the best like financial decisions. Like, yeah, they're as never far in, like, as, like resigning their players and stuff. Like, yeah. Like, just trust the process. Like, you want to talk about a team that like just trusts the process? That's the Ravens. Yeah, I mean. Oh man, that's crazy! I can't believe, it. dude. It look that is the worst thing ever when a quarterback doesn't show up. Because look, I'm gonna tell you right now, Aaron Rodgers last off season he was doing whatever. Who cares? Lamar yeah. Jackson is not Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I mean, Lamar Jackson is not gonna come out here Aaron and Rodgers win an MVP. Was off of MVP. He's also not gonna back to back the MVP. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers yeah. just won an MVP, so he kind of was like, look, I want to chill. I want to chill a little bit. This Golden State game's getting good, bro. It's yeah. a nine point. It's yeah. a nine point game. Golden State's. Down I told nine. you, bro. This comeback like four is. Minutes left this half. comeback that is, is crazy, be bro. Nice. Steph is, this game is. This game is getting crazy. This game's getting crazy. But yeah, man, these OTAs. Bro. I I like when teams don't really have like the drama, like the like the Niners. Debo yeah, showed up. So lately, like, dude. Finally, and that's good. That's good. Yeah, but but you can't just show up. And immediately start saying like, "Give me it, give me it." Like, yeah, like, exactly, bro. Like, like they're gonna give it to you. Just, just give them time. They got like, you understand? Like, when you get drafted, you're on your rookie contract, and there is a rookie cap pool. Exactly. Like, exactly. So we can only give you this when much you right now. force a Wait. team to extend you right there. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and speaking of extensions, Cooper Cup just became the highest paid wide receiver. Yep. Rightfully so, bro. Everybody likes to say, "Oh, he's he's number four, number five. Like, no, that wow. man just led the league in everything. Yeah, <laughs> triple crown. Yeah, triple crowned him. Triple crowned him. And you're gonna who's how are they better yeah. than? Like, it's not like someone else is leading in touchdowns and yeah. he's just that you, man had like six more touchdowns than everybody look, else. You can talk about this quote unquote skill, all that stuff, bro. I'm looking at these numbers. Numbers yeah. matter. There's a That's reason we saying, record bro. numbers. Like, it's because they Devontae matter. Devontae Adams. Yeah, standing next to Cooper Cup. I mean, who are you gonna pick when yeah, you're playing I mean, I, seven on seven? Yeah, I mean, uh, but that see that to me, that's kind of whatever. Flip the coin. I don't care. Yeah. Give me him or him. But but, but if the production that Cooper Cup was able to have, stuff, like the production that Cooper Cup matters. was able to have, was unbelievable. And guess what? He was already coming in to the biggest game of the year, the best receiver, and he still was not stopped. Yeah, they knew that other team. Yeah. They knew who they were about to play. The Bengals knew who they were about to play. I mean, they knew who, who was the on Rams the Rams don't side really got to worry about the number one cornerback in the league going exactly. up against their number one receivers. So. Exactly. I watched Jalen Ramsey get cooked by a rookie all year, or all year, all game. Yeah. A rookie 
which Jamar Chase yeah. is unbelievable. I mean, Jamar Chase is unbelievable. But regardless, but a still, rookie. But still, <laughs> like, yeah. So, but, I mean, that is insane. That is awesome that he got paid. And guess what? I didn't hear anything about Cooper Cup wanting to get paid or him not showing up to OTAs because he knew it was coming. And, like, last year, before the Steelers re-signed T.J. Watt, there was, like, some rumors circulating that he, like, wasn't going to show up to workouts and yeah. stuff. But I, I never heard anything beyond him saying it, apparently, because yeah. the Steelers were like, hang on, we're, like, we're working we on you. it. All right? Just don't even worry. Yeah, and it wasn't really that it. big of a deal. But we're trying to make him the highest-paid like, player in the league. Or Orlando Brown, player. dude, this this one actually kind of irritates me because, yeah, he, he got franchise-tagged, and apparently nobody likes to be franchise-tagged. That's like... Which is crazy because to me, I think so that's pretty bad. Cool. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like you're so you're, good that you're they guaranteed this money. want you to stay. Yeah, we can't get you right like, now, like, but we can give you like we'll this take many care millions. Of you. Like, 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 I mean, I feel like a franchise tag is a commitment. Like, like it's like it's like an engagement ring. It's yeah, like, remember remember when the Cowboys used to franchise tag Dez? I mean, that was dope because it's like, hey, look, you're kind of the most important guy that we have right now that we can't really sign yet. Yeah. So we're gonna use this free pass that we have to get you to yeah, stay. Yeah, and you're getting you get the the league average, which if you're the best in the league, that that's that does you know, that is frustrating. Yeah, but but it's a season. Go out there, put up the numbers, and you're still bro, gonna make so like 10 when million, you get franchise tag, that doesn't even mean like you can't make a deal like during the off season, during the like franchise tagged is not bad. Ooh, eight zero run in thirty seven seconds. seconds, bro. Crazy. The Warriors are flying. Crazy. I told you, bro. But, yeah. But, anyways, I mean, look. Okay, look. Now, if I'm a coach, if my offensive lineman, especially when my quarterback is, you know, if my offensive lineman is not showing up, that's making me nervous. Well, no, bro. Orlando Brown is not showing up. And, and he, he said, like, like, they don't want to go into the season with a backup left tackle. Like, like that, like, angers me that, that, that a player said that. Like, why would you say that? Dude, yeah, I can't. I You're getting $16.7 million, all right? Not And enough. for a lineman, that's a pretty, that's pretty freaking good like, for a lineman. I know linemen, like, a lot of them want, like, that 30 mil. But, bro, Look, you're Orlando but Brown is not the number the one job. lineman in the league. He could be there one day, for sure. Yeah, I mean, right now, Quinn and Nelson's just running oh, yeah. that ship right now. Over for the Colts, bro. You want Same for the duty. I mean, I wouldn't even say Orlando Brown is the best lineman on his team. Yeah. You know how many linemen are on the Chiefs better than Orlando Brown? Like three of them. Yeah, y'all center is two unbelievable. Yeah, and he's a rookie. Yeah, he was a rookie. He is unbelievable. He's just hanging out. Yeah, literally just, just he's, snapping football. He's just like, I got you, Mahomes. Don't worry. I'm mm-hmm. not going to hold out. He's, yeah, he's like, he's like, I don't care. I want to play football, man. It's but my bro, dream. Uh, so. This is actually kind of interesting going back to decaf. Uh, what? DK? Decaf. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to DK, there's a couple like interesting la- interesting landing spots that everyone's kind of talking about. I'm gonna For go trades? from from the third to second with them, yeah. So the, the oh. third one, the Bears, that'd be that'd be kind of interesting. I don't DK really, on the Bears, don't really Ooh, see Justin that Fields happening. would like that. Yeah, Justin Fields would definitely like that. Uh, number two. Is the Colts? I actually really like oh, that. Oh, dude, that, that would, would be, be crazy. Awesome. That would but be dude, that awesome. would be a lot of trade, though. They're trying yeah. to trade him, right? If or well, well, if this, they I don't going... know if they're trying to trade him. This is just like places that I've seen, like you know, they're like speculating and stuff. But oh, okay. then number one is Green Bay. 
that ain't gonna happen. I'm gonna say that right no. now. Ain't no way. Why not? The Packers they don't help Aaron Rodgers with receivers. They draft everything. Except you don't think that could happen? Receiver. They literally they were that. gonna pay. They don't go and get receivers for him. They have had so many opportunities to help him with it, and they're just like, nah, Bro, he's they, just going to keep producing with what we have. If, so why if he's on the market, better? they could trade Sammy Watkins, get rid of him. Like, why'd they even sign him? And trade <laughs> for Watt. GK, give him like a second round pick. I mean, I don't know what the Broncos you don't think. think that's that? fair? Yeah, I guess that's fair. I mean, but, well, I mean, is it fair? I mean, Sammy Watkins at one point was outstanding, but I mean, what is he. Second round, that's a but, big but bro, trade. They traded Devontae. <laughs> they traded Devontae for a first and a second round pick. I think DK is worth at least like half as much as Devontae. So I mean a first in Sammy Watkins or a second in Sammy Watkins. That's that's where I'm kinda thinking with that. I mean, yeah, that that's true. They did trade Devontae, but I mean a first and a second, that's that's pretty worth it for a receiver. I can't man. I can't really justify them giving up a first for DK. No, they didn't replace Devontae with a receiver with that draft pick. That's what I'm saying. I mean I mean, but they got they got another linebacker. They they got Christian Watson and he's gonna be good. Like bro, any other year that probably would have been a first round wide receiver. Yeah. This year's draft was kind of weird. Dude, yeah, it was one quarterback taken in the first round. A that lot was of crazy. Defense. That blew my mind. That yeah. blew my mind. Dang, the Celtics are beating the Warriors by twelve and a half. Yeah. Jalen Brown, dude, that's literally the Jalen Brown you get. It's either all gas or just nothing but breaks. Mm-hmm. He's either he's either shooting one for sixteen or he dropping that twenty earlier, and a half. Though. He missed that oop. He did make another one where Draymond just kind of stood oh. there and let him, but. Oh well, that's fine. I don't know. This game's kind of kind of lit. Yeah, this game is this game is good, but um, yeah, dude. I mean, some of these receivers are asking for so much money; it's unbelievable. The yeah. the the contract. It seems like every contract that gets signed is record breaking. Is um, but is yeah. insane. It's every single time. Some every of the money these guys time. are making now, dude. Every contract is bigger and bigger. And I don't even like they they raise the salary cap every year, but they do raise it every why? year. Why? Like like just leave it, and people will stop getting max <laughs> contracts every time. I mean, yeah, I don't. That is crazy that they keep raising it though, because like, what do you? It's already at like two hundred sixty million. Is that what the salary cap is? It's a lot. It's a, it's lot. a lot, and it goes up like five mil every. Yeah, year. it goes like five mil a year, or five every two, or something like that, or ten every two. It's, it's bad. Yeah, it goes I mean, up a lot. It's not necessarily <laughs> but, I mean, bad, but it's just inflating everything yeah but it's all good i mean i'm glad that these that these players are starting to show up to their otas though yeah yeah it's nice it's nice to see some people for a change being like i want to win before i start talking about my contract yeah 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 the handful of them that don't i mean look if you feel you're worth this money show me if the front office feels you're worth that money that contract will be on the table waiting for you to sign it it, you do not need and to do most all this of the time stuff it already is written up where it's you're just crying for and showboating time. and you know just trying to draw attention to yourself mm-hmm. or whatever look at like Mahomes I mean that's yeah. a whole different story obviously yeah. but dude I didn't hear Mahomes asking but, I mean, for a new bro, contract even Mahomes contract kind of inflated the league a lot what yeah the most expensive bro, contract but his contract ever. is over 10 years that's yeah, the difference that's the difference it's a long contract but, but I mean, still, that's a and that's a long. That's time. probably one of the most secure contracts 
forever. Yeah, I mean, like, it ain't like Deshaun Watson's contract. Most yeah, he's money. just guaranteed money because they know he's about to be in prison. Yeah, I mean, the Deshaun Watson thing, that is just, well, man, that Absolutely. is insane. That like, is bro, just, for the longest so time, just didn't really know side here. which yeah, which side I could go to. Yeah, I just assumed was, he was innocent until proven guilty, was, but... It was convenient that I didn't hear anything about this until he, like, requested for a trade. It was very hush-hush. Yeah. And now it's coming out that the Texans kind of enabled him. A lot of them were, like, team therapists and team, like... Like, who needs 66 massage therapists, bro? Dude, yeah, that is a lot. I don't know. I don't know what to think about it all. I don't know what's true and what's not true, but that's a lot of opinions. I don't have too much of a comment on it. Yeah, I mean, me either. But if he actually is guilty of those things, which it it is really starting to look that way. Yeah, it's looking pretty bad. He should never play in the league again. Yeah, because at first it almost seemed like they were just using that Against him because he wanted to trade, and that was convenient. Yeah. But now it's kind of like, okay, maybe he kind of heard that that stuff was getting brought up. Yeah, and, and now he wanted he's to trying get to out get of away there before, to get away. Yeah, but, but I, I don't know. I I don't know. It's very hard to speculate a, on. Yeah, I'm not him. I'm not any of those people out there. It is just a terrible yeah. situation. Whatever and happened is just terrible. So. And the thing that that is crazy is, bro. Like if he if he gets suspended for three, four games, oh, like dude, like we were no thinking, way. bro. They're bro, admitting Calvin, that he's somewhat wrong. And, yeah, Calvin, if Calvin Ridley, Ridley's gone for a season for $1,500. Yeah, like, like, like literally, that's nothing, especially for an NFL player, like, like just gambling. Like, like, and bro, he, was like out, one he was catch. out of the, the league. That's like one catch. Yeah. And, but, dude, yeah, there's bro, no way. If they Deshaun suspend Watson, him at all for like season, a little bit. And that's why yeah. Baker Mayfield is still there. Yeah. Because the Browns know. And it. that's why he's got all that guaranteed money. Yeah. And the Browns they are. They know he's going to. I mean, yeah. and Baker, I mean, you know, Baker almost kind of wants bro, to go out and just not care. But, like, he has to earn a spot somewhere else. You cannot. Another and Baker's a competitor. So, he's going to he's gonna compete. That kind of kind of irritates me. The Browns did not talk to a single person that was, like, making claims. Like they did not talk to anybody. Oh yeah, no, they just they just kind of signed him. Yeah, so I feel like they kind of got fleeced by the by the Texans. Maybe I don't which know. Which it's just a terrible. Know. It's yeah, it's it's bad. The whole situation is terrible. Situation for the Browns, for Deshaun Watson, for the league, for the league, for the Texans. Yeah, I mean no, the terrible. Texans knew all this stuff was going on. Yeah, and tried to keep it under wraps. Yeah, it's a it's terrible just, situation. Yeah. But, but anyways, uh, let's switch gears a little bit. Yeah, let's get on call now real quick. Let's bring in our guest for the end of the show. Now we're going to talk about some baseball. We're bringing in a couple of self-proclaimed Give baseball me the experts. Give me the sticks. <laughs> it's all about football, baby. This is baseball country. This oh. is baseball country. Let's, oh. let's ride. A couple of self-proclaimed baseball right. experts here. Right. Well, introduce yourselves, boys. Well, I am uh, Austin. I am a uh, Angels fan and a uh, Rangers not fan. Uh, yeah, screw yeah. the Rangers. Yeah, that's that's how I feel about them. But yeah, nothing nothing about the Milwaukee Brewers. We're just going Angels. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, name's Tyler. I've been talked about a few times on this podcast already. Your boy has arrived. Not to worry, no need to fear. Biggest Rangers fan is here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's facts. 
Go Cowboys. Oh, my God. All right. All right. So the big topic right now, the big topic right now in baseball, the Los Angeles Angels are on a 13-game losing streak right now, and they just recently fired their manager after 12 losses in a row. How do you guys feel about that? Oh, I think that that's not necessarily the manager's fault every time uh, when it comes to that. Um, so, like, the players just need to step it up. And obviously, baseball is not easy. It's one of the hardest sports you can do. And then uh, I don't – firing the manager is not always uh, the answer to, to, like, fixing a losing streak or anything like that. Well, well, to go off of that, so something something definitely had to be done. Uh, you got you got a team with high expectations to make a deep run in the playoffs. I was hearing a lot of World Series talk with these guys. It's it's either World Series or kind of bust kind of situation. You got a bunch of superstars on a team. We got to make a way to make it happen. And if you don't make it happen, we got to change leadership. And that's where I stand on but it. But how do you I guys think it. that? Mike Trout plays into that in there. Um, I think he uh, sometimes regrets signing that big contract with them. He should. <laughs> because uh, they've always tried to uh, do as much as they can to put a good team around him. They just he not, they never touch the pitching. The pitching is their biggest problem. They can obviously hit the ball pretty well when they when they're hot, but like right now they're they got shut out last night and. Uh, they had maybe five hits. It's it's uh they're a streaky team for sure. Okay, because I I'm just saying from I'm just saying from like a spectator standpoint, someone who doesn't really watch baseball, I thought that was pretty crazy that the manager got fired because yeah. it's like it's like what all can the hey go out here hit a home run oh you didn't yeah. well now I'm gonna get fired so like I mean I, comparatively that's just what it looked like because they're like, not really calling plays they're not that and far stuff into like the that, season so. either they're like well, like a quarter okay, in so I'll stop you there manager is in charge of the whole shindig he's in charge of pitch calls unless that's relayed to a pitching coach which still comes down to the manager giving the a-ok with what pitch is called defensive shifts hitting hitting uh, signals when a batter's up at bat that all goes through the manager right there's mm-hmm. he's he's been iffy he's had some calls that i mean were you know were intentionally walking my guy, Corey Seager, with the bases loaded. He's not Barry Bonds, Joe Madden. He's not Barry Bonds, all right? You don't intentionally walk somebody and tell your, your bullpen guys, say, hey, man, I know we're supposed to have 100% faith in you, but I know the bases are juiced, but this dude is going to rip you a new one. So we're going to just put him on, and we're going to go ahead and just score this run. What the heck is that pitcher supposed to feel like? I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm putting myself in his shoes. I'm about to go up there. I'm about to strike this dude out. I'm about to shove. I yeah, get I my manager coming tuck. up here. I get my manager up here. Hey man, we're just gonna let this dude walk. We're gonna. We're, I I believe in you, but we're just gonna walk him. Like how how can you go up to somebody and say we believe in you 100, percent but we got the basis juice. We're just gonna walk him. I don't have 100 percent faith in you, and I think that's where the point to where. A lot of guys felt that way about Joe Madden is that he's trying to do some stuff to get him on Twitter to get him, you know, pumping on the pumping the social media numbers up a little bit. But we're just not we're not playing the game the right way is what it is. And that's what it comes down to. And I, I mean, 
them loss to speak for itself, man. So uh, something had to do, something had to change, something had to give. So you can't have so many superstars on the team and you know be struggling this bad with it. So something had to change with it. No, yeah, no, I know that. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say, going back to the Corey Seager walk, Trout's reaction in center field was priceless. He was like, "What the hell's going on here? Why are we doing this?" And then, like Corey Seager, he isn't uh, like a top fifteen player in the league. He's he's close, but he's not like you said, like Barry Bonds or or anybody like that. So it just it was a puzzling move to for sure. And like, one thing that um, doesn't help the Angels' case is that Mike Trout now has a groin injury, so that that really doesn't help. But they what didn't they're trying take him to for an MRI, MRI or anything. So. Yeah, it is. It is apparently it's his day to day. He's just. Yeah. But but that's not going to help what's going on right now. I no. mean, so you're kind of stuck with two options here. You either you make a change in the coaching or you start trading some pieces away, which as crazy as it sounds, you trade Mike Trout away. You get a lot of stuff back for him. Yeah. You, you got to go a different way. You keep I mean, you keep, you've had this guy. I don't I don't know how many years he's been in the league, to be honest with you. But he's been killing it every single year. But you can't have a superstar of that caliber not make a push at a world series ever in his whole career you got to help the guy out it's either build around him get him some coaches in there that know what the heck they're doing or you make a coaching change now we find somebody else now that buys that new coach a few more weeks to get in there and try to get this team rolling or you start making some trades the trade deadline we, we still got that up and coming so we we could hear some crazy stuff i doubt it i doubt mike trout will be traded but, I mean, that's that's definitely some options that they're going to have to look at, man, because you can't just keep rolling the way you are because you'll be right with the Rangers the whole year, and that's not where you want. Nope. Yeah. Nobody wants to be near them. But switching but gears a little bit. Up. We're on the come up. Uh, that's the difference between us. If we got something to look forward to. The Angels should be here right now. <laughs> Rangers are a team to be built to win ball games two years, three years from now. And whatever we take this Isn't year, that what you said two or three years ago? Wrong. This was before our big moves, before <laughs> our player development, all that good stuff. So we're all right. We're always just a couple years away. All right. But, well, switching switching gears a little bit from those guys. A team that comes in every single season appears, seems to be the favorite to win the World Series, the freaking New York <laughs> Yankees. Right now, they have the best record in baseball. So do you guys think that they actually could – finally live up to being the favorite to win the world series yeah they definitely could uh they kind of go as aaron judge goes in stanton um if they're if they're hitting well they're they could be like the best team in baseball like we're seeing um because judge has got he's like hitting like maybe i think 310 with like 20 something home runs or or something he's like leading the league in home runs so if they if they keep going and their their bullpen is ridiculous this year too so if they can just keep putting uh, bat to ball and striking people out, I like their chances. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, the only thing that's going to end up biting them is injury. The injury bug ends mm. up getting them at some point every single year. It's been Aaron Judge every single year for the past three years getting hurt. So if he stays healthy, that team is freaking, you know, making a huge run. And if they don't make that huge run, then it's upset kind of mm. deal. So – if they stay healthy, the pitchers keep shoving the way that they are, bullpens locking it down, offense is scoring 50 runs a game, they'll win a lot of ball games and they'll they'll keep this streak going. But that injury bug creeps up and bites them again for another year, and then we're looking at the same story all over again. 
you know, I think uh, they will make another move for a, another pitcher, whether it's uh, another bullpen arm, because they they are kind of getting uh, riddled with injuries in that bullpen. But like Nasty Nestor, Cortez is definitely a favorite for the Cy Young, I would say. So if they can bring in another well, guy or two, <clears throat> who don't the don't the Yankees Yankees have like three pitchers that are like top of the voting for the all-star game or something like that uh yeah i think uh two relievers and the starter nasty nester and then they have clay holmes that's who's wild looking really they could, good they could definitely use another starting pitcher though i mean yeah. once you once you get out of that you know after your first two starters it kind of gets a little sketchy they they're either on or they're way off mm-hmm. garrett cole my god we we ain't even talked about this dude yet. I mean, talk about a shit show. I mean, you pay this dude. It seemed like a billion dollars. He's a cheater. I mean, I, I've never seen so many zeros before in my life. And you come out there and, I mean, we're looking at sending him down to the minors to get him some work in. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> you know, get, that's going to for assignment, dude. Let him get his confidence back up because he is getting shredded in the majors right now. Yeah, we the, love it. We the love Yankees it. is the team that I've actually watched the most baseball of this year. I watch it with one of my friends. And um, the first Yankees game that I watched this season was apparently Garrett Cole's worst start of his <laughs> entire career. And it was disgusting watching it. I could not believe what I was watching. And my friend was blown away, very furious at the moment of what was happening. And I was just like, you guys paid this this guy this much money to come do this? I could do this. Like – so that is yeah. just insane that he's just not performing up to that level. I mean, with the them cracking down on the sticky stuff last uh, season, it's definitely he's definitely Spider not the same man, pitcher. Spider, <laughs> Spider boy, what Spider when you cheat, bro. Yeah, the Yankees are a bunch of cheaters. Yankees are a bunch of cheaters. Which reminds me too, drug test Aaron Judge. The baseballs are dead. We're cranking out that many homers. He's he's, he's <laughs> doing something. He's doing something. I need a drug test. Call, oh. I'm calling him out. <laughs> no, I ain't trying to hear it. I mean, he's leading He's leading the league in homers by, like, I think double digits. <laughs> hey, I mean, Cooper Cup led the league in touchdowns by, like, seven touchdowns, bro. Should we test him, too? Oh. Yeah. No, he, he's, he's fine. He's got that grit factor. <laughs> All right. Now, now we're going to bounce to the Texas Rangers. As right Come now, on. the Rangers – they do have oh. a losing record right now, and they just suffered a 4 nothing loss to the Guardians. Or, uh, is their season kind of on a downhill, or are they just kind of in a middle slope and they're going to rebound and figure it out? I give you, I'm, I'm going to be the first one to talk here. These are my boys here. I can't, I can't, you know, I can't play them down. We got, we spent the most money in one offseason in Major League Baseball history, right? I mean, Talk about a dumpster fire right now, which that dumpster fire is slowly starting to shrink. We're finally getting Simeon starting to hit his groove, which it was always said he went this whole season without hitting a homer. And we're waiting on that first homer. And once that first one came, they'd start running in. And that's that's honestly what happened. You know, you get a guy that struggles. I mean, I'm looking at his stats right now. We're hitting 222 for Simeon, which is – a heck of a lot better than what it was a few weeks ago. I think he was barely over 100. So, 
you get your two hot guys in there, we're playing below average ball and we're still winning baseball games. That's a hell of a sight to see. I'll tell you that much. We should be, you, if you told me beginning of the season, Hey man, Marcus Simeon's going to be hitting 222 and Corey Seager's going to be hitting 223. How many wins do you think we're at? I'm, I'm putting it on one hand, boys. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky to get five. But Cole Calhoun has turned it on. He's putting on a show. Jonah Hine in the run for ca- uh, starting catcher for the All-Star game. He's killing it. You know, we got guys that's carrying the load, that it's not all on Marcus Simeon and Seager to pump out numbers. And I think, to be honest with you, Seager's still leading all of shortstops with homers. So he's not doing terrible. His batting average just isn't there, but his pops, you know, his pops doing all right. Yeah, Seager is doing fine. I I don't think it's time to stress just yet. These boys are just now finding their groove. At this point, we're supposed to do way better than what Vegas predicted us at. I think Vegas predicted us at about 70 to 75 wins or so. And at at this point in time, we're on pace to get over that by a long shot. So it ain't time to pump the brakes yet. Like I said, we got too many young guys in the minors. We got the top five farm system in all the league, and that's typical. But we got some starters. We got some pitchers in there that's down there that's working. We got Jack Leiter that we just drafted last year. We're gonna work. We're gonna work him in slowly. Please don't bring him in this year. It's a waste of time. Please do not do it. Let's wait till next year. Let's wait till two years from now to to you know make him feel comfortable and put him in there. But we, I mean. Martin Perez, my God. This is a low-key signing that has ended up freaking working out in our favor by a long shot. We're top two in Cy Young. It's him and Nestor Cortez that's top two pitchers in the ballgame right now. And if you would have told me that Martin was putting up these numbers, I thought you would have been high. So if if he's pumping these numbers out, we got two of our best relievers still hurt, still have never played a game all year. You know, so we're still waiting on them two to come back. It's definitely not time to pump the brakes. We're still in the run and the in the uh, AOS in the wild card. Not time to pump the brakes yet. It's still way too early. Yeah, I I don't personally think that this is the Rangers year. I think within a year or two, when those young guys start coming up, like you said, you you named them. I think Wider is going to be the best, one of the best pitchers in baseball. One like once he gets up and acclimated to. MLB pitch or hitting. Tell it to me again, Dave. Tell it to me again. Let me hear it one more time. Oh yeah, right. Don't repeat that. <laughs> um, I didn't plan on it. But like his <laughs> his his father is a former major league pitcher, Al Leiter. Very very good career for him. So I think he's gonna rub that off on him a little bit. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll see in a couple yeah. of years. Definitely, definitely, we're not pumping the brakes right now. We're still, we're still, we're hanging in there with our two best players, probably in the last 10 years of this team, not doing jack. They're finally starting to find their groove. We're, we're popping homers. Simeon's, Simeon's coming back. We're getting hits. Just give it time. Give me, give me, give me, give me about a week after All-Star break until we start freaking out. 
yeah, I mean, like, there's obviously it's June right now. It's, there's a long way between now and October once playoffs start. So you guys could obviously somehow turn it around and end up being your year. Like, yeah, I know you keep saying right now it's not your you guys' season and you guys are waiting on these young guys to step up. But you guys do have two superstar players that are not playing to that level yet. But like you said, they are not playing terribly. And they could always figure it out. There's still so much season left to play but that I they mean, could figure it out. I, I mean, my God, though, man. What this is something that we can say that we're actually excited to watch the Rangers. I haven't been able to say that in freaking five or six years, you know. <laughs> so there's a reason for me to turn on the TV to watch these guys play to see. We're we're just exciting is all we are. And you know, and I I'm looking at it right now. Vegas had us predicted at 74 and a half wins last season. We had 60. We're on pace to blow 74 out. We're looking at 85. You know, around that number is a little comfortable. But, I mean, we get to 85 wins. That's 25 more wins than last year. That's a significant improvement that, I mean, two guys let alone is not going to be the only ones to have, a, you know, an impact on that. But it's been all these other guys in the lineup are, are, are uh, how do you say it? kind of like our Swiss army knife kind of guys or, or what's keeping us afloat right now, at least keeping us in the, in the playoff push. We got guys that's playing, you know, we got guys in the outfield that also play third, play first base. We're throwing them out there to get them ABs. We're steady bringing up guys from the minors to throw them in there to see how they're looking. And like, for instance, Sam Huff, big boy, big catcher, pumping out 500 foot homers in the minor leagues. Hell yeah, bring that dude up. Let me let me see them 500 foot homers in Arlington. All right, we're hitting. I'm looking at his stats right now. Sam Huff is hitting 346, 346 batting average. That's freaking outstanding. (laughs) Yeah, that's really good. That is outstanding. Now, granted, that is with 56 ABs, right? And I'm looking at one of our star players who plays the most, which is probably Simeon, because we give Corey Seager some days off, which. I'm all for as well. That dude needs to rest. He's hitting all them homers. He needs a day to, to relax. Oh, yeah. But Marcus Simeon's got 243 ABs. That's a huge difference, right? 56 to 243. But what he's putting out right now, man, you're, you're just now getting called up. And he, I, he played a little bit last year, played a couple games. But for him to actually get in there, feel comfortable, have a spot on the roster for a seems like right now it's going to be pretty set in stone for at least this year and unless something you know he hits a wall and starts sucking it up looks like he's going to be here for a while so let's keep pumping them numbers out man let's keep bringing in these new faces let's try something new let's just keep seeing what works and my god man it's as crappy as it says man like as our records looks like 26 and 30 right now is what we're looking like i mean heck of a lot better than what i thought I mean, if, if these two guys just made Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, just made us exciting to watch. And that's all I freaking have asked for for the last six years. Let me turn on the TV and want to watch these guys without, how do I want to say it, G-rated, blowing my head off <laughs> watching these guys Painting play baseball. The red. Yep. Painting the walls, dark red, <laughs> covering them. No white spots on the walls, nowhere. We're getting this done. But we're exciting to watch. Fans are pumped. We're 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 got fans in the stadium. We got butts and seats. We're not the Oakland A's. Where we get two thousand people in our in our stadium. 
I mean, we're, we're, we're doing all right, man. We're doing all right, way better than what we predicted. So just, just like I said, pump the brakes, give it a little more time. Let these guys find their groove. Take that ugly ass hat off. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you mean by like fans are back in seats. I went to a Rangers game for the first time in over 10 years. It had been so long since I'd been there and it was a mixture of the new stadium being built. It was a mixture of the new stadium being built and yeah, the players and it was a great game. I loved watching it. I mean, it was a great finish and during the game, there was nothing super gross that I watched from the Rangers. It was just kind of a steady performance all the way through. So the team definitely looks better now than what I've seen in the last couple of years. And Chris, Chris Woodward, the manager has implemented this mentality to the team that nobody is too good for this team. If you're struggling up there, we're going to make some changes and nobody's spot is safe. That's why all these new guys, if it's, it's lighting a fire underneath our, Sorry, Riley just put on a Pittsburgh Steelers hat. So I'm, uh, how, how many times are we going to change our hats in this pod? Sorry, I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to figure out one that's comfortable. Okay, but Chris Woodward has implemented this mentality in this team, this toughness mentality, this gritty mentality that you got to go work your tail off to go get what you want. And that's all I've asked for, man. I'm tired of these guys sitting out there comfortable, getting paid millions of dollars, knowing that their spot on the roster is secured, and we're just we're on a downslope. So as long as we're exciting to watch, man, that's that's all I asked for this season. That's all I've been asking for for the past six years. So we're off to a good start. Isn't uh, Woodward the the manager who got was really soft when Tatis hit that uh, 3-0 home run? Or he swung he 3-0? Yeah. yeah. He was. That's that, that's that unwritten baseball rule where that's that's just another story. I'm all for it. I, if I'm up there and I got 3-0 count, I'm not sitting up there going to take a risk of striking out and making my batting average worse because stats are so big nowadays that I'm not wasting a single AB. I, I give him all the credit. If you're hitting homers in a major league game, by all means, go for it. Swing for the fences. Go knock yourself out. So that was a little, that was a little low ball shot. And Chris Woodward took it a little too personally, if you ask me. But he's fighting for his guys. And what else can you ask for? You're going to be pissed off. You're up 16 runs. You go hit a homer. I, I'm not just going to sit there and act comfortable with it. You know, I'm not going to be like, oh, that's that's perfectly fine. I wish I had that dude on my team. Hell no. I'm going to go out there and be pissed off and light a fire underneath my guys and, you know, give them some momentum to try to build onto. Yeah. <clears throat> Baseball is going to be more exciting once Tatis comes back also. It's, it's a lot of fun having him playing every day. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But my God, man, and and let me stop a second and let me let me tell you some crazy stats about this game and what we got going on right now. Baseballs are dead. Let me repeat that. Baseballs are dead, and that's why I asked for Aaron Judge. I'm calling you out right now. Get your drug test, pass it, and then we'll talk. Because here's the deal. Here's the numbers. Here's the numbers. League batting average from last year, 2021, 244 league average, right? And if we look at a guy we used to probably about 10 years ago, if you're batting below 300, you're, you're not very good, right? And now we're in the day and age of where everybody wants to hit homers. We're hitting homers or we're striking out. So now what the batting average is looking like is about 275 to 280. If you're above that range, you're doing pretty well. But here's, here, here's where it gets a little crazy. 
So 2021, your batting average, like I said, 244 league average. This year, through May 4th, the league batting average is 232. Right? That is 12, that is point 12 points below of what we got. And here's another crazy thing. Slugging percentage, 411 league average of last year, 370 this year. Plate appearances per homer. Average guy, you take me in there, you put me on the Rangers, we start winning games, first of all, let that be known. But I'm going up there, I'm an average guy, I'm pumping, last year, one home run for every 30.6 plate appearances. This year, it's 41 plate appearances per homer. 30.6 to 41, okay? But here's where it gets really crazy. The ball angle is the same. The launch angle, the exit velo off the bat is the same. Last year, 88.8 average exit velo off the bat. This year, 88.8. It's the same freaking speed that's coming off the bat, right? Last year, launch angle, where the ball is coming off the bat, going up towards the air. That's your little angle that you got between the ball, between the bat. That's what you're, that's what you're you know, measuring there. 12.6 degrees launch angle last year, average. This year, 12.5 degrees. 0.01 difference, boys, on our launch angle. No difference on the exit velo. But here is the big number. Runs per game down. Played appearance. Oh, I said played appearances already. But it's just. No, so that was my big number was homers already. So it's just to the point to where everything's the same from last year, but ho- the offense is is so far below of what it was last year, and there's no other explanation besides let me see one of the baseballs. Let me do let me let me see what the heck we got going on because there's no other excuse. This game is too freaking hard already. Like I said, ten years ago, a 300 average is completely stellar. What is that in fraction-wise? One every three at-bats, you get a hit. 66% of the time, you're not getting a hit. This game is built to fail. And how you handle that failure is how you become successful. But if, you are, if, you, if this game's already hard enough as is, we got dudes in there pumping 105 miles an hour in college. We've never seen that before. Before, Roldis Chapman went in there and started throwing 100. As soon as we seen that triple digit on the spot on the uh, radar gun, it's game over for the league. It's a new way to play the game. It's kind of like basketball to where now you're shooting threes. You live or die by the threes. Yep. No more no more going in there and dunking on somebody's head, which it still happens, but there's no more dominating the paint. There's it's always shooting threes. You live or die, you get your rebounds, you kick it back out to Steph Curry and he shoots another three. It's yep. the same thing with this. We changed our game from base hits, all average, to now strikeout numbers. We don't care about those anymore. It's all about the homers. We don't care about your batting average. If you're dropping 40 homers a year, you can be batting .69 if you want, right? So, but it's just yeah, – That's pretty damn good. Like this, this, game, this game's already too hard. Give me some juice balls, man. Help, help the hitters out. I'm taking a mentality because – I'm a washed-up guy. I'm, I'm, I'm a professional slow-pitch softball player now, and I'm <laughs> proud of it. But I'm a guy to where I understand this game. I've, I've known this game my whole life. I've watched it my whole life. I understand it's fun to see homers. 
But like I said, when you're failing 66% of the time and you got pitchers now with technology to go back and trace how what their rotation is on their ball, spins per second is what they're is what they're measuring now. We have too many tools for pitchers to be so successful. And what do hitters got? Go get in the cage, go hit off of a tee, go get some extra swings in. Hitters don't have nothing compared to pitchers. So give me some juice balls, keep your technology the same. Let me hit some more homers to make more fans get in the seats. It makes more money for the league. Uh, I'm completely cool with our our average. So runs per game last year, 4.53 runs per game. This year, 4.08. Not that huge of a difference. But I'm down to see this freaking, you know, this average go up to five or six runs per game. Give me some juice balls in there. We, we got relief pitchers that, you know, we're rotating guys out. We're, we're, we're throwing six different arms anyways. So what's the big deal, you know, pump them numbers up, get more views on baseball because that's what we need. That's what this game needs anyways, which the views have been insane this year. And Matt, Matt, uh, you know, across the board, there's more people watching the game. There's players like Tatis when he's hurt, he add more views to the game. These superstars are going crazy and it's just all we can ask for. Yeah. I mean, once the runs and all the hitting stats will jump up next year, too, when they uh, remove the shifts, because that's what the CBA, right. the new CBA is about. So, right. like, people like right. Joey Gallo, is he's just going to thrive in that situation. Stanton, another one. It's going yeah, to be fun to watch then, too. That's true. So yeah. what, else you want, what else you boys want to know? What else you want to know about this game? I mean, I, I think that's about it for the time we have yeah. today. Okay. That's probably going to wrap up this segment for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for the next one. Nah, but we appreciate you boys yeah, coming on. This we'll was fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't yeah. even. Nope. 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 Oh, no. Nope. Don't Come even on. say that. No, don't Come even on. say that right now. We appreciate you boys coming on. This was yeah. fun. We look forward Thanks to for having, having, me. Guys, having you guys back here again. So. Till next time, oh, yeah. T Dog. Rangers. <laughs> go Cowboys. We're, we're, we're back. We're back. Oh, this might be the last time he's ever on here. Yeah, that just you know. made me sick. <laughs> All jokes aside, we appreciate those guys for coming on to the podcast and giving us a little bit of insight and in what's going on in the world of baseball. And we also appreciate you guys for listening. This is going to do it for the end of episode three. We appreciate you guys for tuning in. Let us know if you guys enjoyed our guests. And if you did, we might have them back sometime. Um, we appreciate you guys so much for listening. Make sure you catch the next episode. And if you haven't listened to the previous ones, go listen to the previous ones and we will catch you guys in the next one. Goodbye. Goodbye.